Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello pod people and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Chris and this week I'm joined by Dan Hello. and Gav. Yo. And this week we're going to kick off by talking about some award stuff. Yeah. Some movie awards. So over the weekend yeah. we had the BAFTAs were handed out. Did either of you guys watch it? I didn't actually. I couldn't no. find. Did no, not, did me, not watch the BAFTAs. Me, me neither. And I'm the movie editor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just kind of a, over award ceremonies. And plus they're, they're, they're shown on a delay on the BBC. So right. two hours before you know who's won anyway if you're on Twitter. Is that real? Yeah, yeah. It's a crazy thing that they yeah. do. They ask people not to reveal them. But you of see all the winners. If you're on Twitter, you see all the winners. Yeah, yeah. Why do they're they having, do that? By the time it's televised, they're all having dinner. Because I've been, I've been to the BAFTAs as a guest, and, and that's how it, that's how it works. Why? I don't know. It's how very, are you so it's a very backwards way of doing things. Because like I watch the Oscars every year, and like that's part of the they're Oscars. They're on a two day delay. The Oscars. Have <laughs> <two days before. laughs> but like with that, you're, you're sort of like it's, it's like a sports event. You're up sure. to date. You're yeah. like you know on Twitter and stuff like that. Like I watched Super Bowl like last weekend, and like yeah. it's the same kind of thing. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that. Why would you do that? It's a very backwards way of doing things. Is it so obviously, because people swear or something like that. No, I don't know, because then you can just be on a thirty-second delay. I think it's mm. it's it's a much harder thing to broadcast live, right? And they've just not caught up with the world. I mean, they've That's been doing bonkers. it like that for before since, before Twitter. It wasn't a problem. Yeah, but it's. <sighs> So anyway, we're not here to debate no, no. whether that's it's a good idea or not. It's happened, it's gone. It's, it's, I didn't even watch it, so... It's definitely a bad idea. Um, the big winners were The Revenant and Mad Max Fury Road. Revenant got five, a lot of the big ones. Uh, Mad yeah. Max got, predictably, got a lot of the technical awards. Yeah. Um, but Star Wars won visual effects. Beat Mad Max to visual effects, Star Wars right? won visual effects, that, probably yeah. deservedly. Mm. Um, and John Boyega was a BAFTA rising star. That yeah. very strange category oh, involving such a people weird that have category. been around for, for a while. Ages. As much as I love John Boyega, I would have loved to have seen Taron Egerton get there. Uh, yeah, Bell Powley, Brie Larson, Dakota Johnson. Like, Brie Larson's been around for such a long time. Yeah. Um, it's a weird award. Bell Powley, I actually saw the Diary of a Teenage Girl. Right. It is brilliant and she's oh. terrific. But man, that is a rough watch. I thought it was going to be a fun coming of age movie. It is not. It's not that. <laughs> Diary of a Teenage Girl, yeah. It's not. It's a very good film, though. It's not like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Because I like no. that. That's really good. No, or How to Eat Worms, whatever that one was called. Yeah. Um, so I'm going off on one there. Um, so Oscars are fast approaching, and BAFTA is normally a pretty good indicator of what's going to happen. Mm. So do we think this is it now? The revenants are shooing. No, I don't think so. I think usually you're right, but I think because the big short is so American-focused and is such like a huge like American ridiculous spectacle... I can kind of see the BAFTAs not going in favour of that, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think, even though they are generally quite and the, a good and thing. Also, historically, know. the BAFTAs not big fans of paedophilia. No. Like, they... they what are you saying fans. the Oscars are? I'm not saying they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and you're referring, of course, to the film Spotlight, in case people... Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. on about Spotlight. Yeah. I was on about Spotlight, of course. Um, yeah, Spotlight, I think that's one of my favourite films. I only saw that a couple of weeks ago, actually. Mm. Mm. And great. I thought it was a great film. Um, I wrote... I wrote uh, I did the write-up for the BAFTA <coughs> brochure about Spotlight. Oh, nice. Uh, 
So I'm hoping that didn't affect it, and that's why he didn't win. Because I I've thought from day one that the Revenant has been a shooting, and I mm. still think it will. Um, and the Oscars, it can be a lot to do with momentum as well. And with the BAFTA win, like they've got quite short memories, I think, people in Hollywood, and they're still voting for the Oscars now. Yeah. And be like, oh, that one won. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, like this, this is what's won the the other indicators. So okay. the Writers Guild of America um, gave their two big awards to Spotlight and right. the Big Short. Okay. So, um, yeah, Spotlight, Spotlight is obviously an uh, original screenplay. Big Short is adapted screenplay. Mm -hmm. And they both won the screenplay awards at the BAFTAs. Uh, Producers Guild, which is actually the best indicator of all of them. Okay. Like, uh, I think like 70, at least 75% of the time, whoever wins that wins best picture. Big Short. So that would go against what I'm saying, but yeah. support your theory. Mm -hmm. uh, and Golden Globes gave Revenant, picture, director, actor... And, uh, and the comedy drama, they gave it to The Martian, which, good as it is, won't be in the running. No. So it looks like a three-way race at the moment. My one wonder, my, my, my one question is that if Spotlight and The Big Short will cancel each other out a little bit... Split the vote. They're, they're quite political yeah. dramas. Um, I mean, I think they're both great. I, I, I preferred Spotlight. I think you preferred I The Big, Big Short, Short yeah. didn't I like, you? I, I love them both. I think they're great films. But. Um, I think Big Short just... Yeah. Um, did Birdman win last year? The Oscars. Yeah, it did. Do you not think think that factors in slightly? Where like people are, you, you, like you say, you know, it's use a sports analogy. When you know a referee gives a decision and he thinks mm. he might have like he, he tries to eat. People try to yep. even stuff out. Yeah, yeah. But also all it's sort of, I think that the all the publicity it's going to get around yeah. DiCaprio as well. I think will factor into things because it's you know it's circus, it's, you right. know that's as, as as sure a thing as you can get at the Oscars this year is yeah. him winning Best Actor, and then I think off the back of that it might it might continue that momentum and that groundswell. I see what you mean by momentum, yeah, because the story is all about Leonardo DiCaprio this year. So mm -hmm. I guess if people are thinking, if all people are seeing is Leonardo DiCaprio when they come to be voting, they're thinking, right, what's the best picture? Oh, the one that everyone's talking about, but they're not talking about it because it's a good film. They're just talking about it because he's like he should definitely win this year. He gets inside an animal and sleeps there. Exactly, what? which we've never seen before in a film. <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting. I mean, have you seen The Revenant? Yes. And you've seen it as well. Yeah. I think we all liked it without loving it. Is that what I think it's, I think it's the most easy film this year to appreciate yeah. and um, celebrate without enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> or liking it. Or I don't, yeah, that's the thing. I don't think I enjoyed it. I felt absolutely nothing for any of the characters. And I think we both thought the same thing. About 25 minutes before the end, I just remember thinking... I'll never watch this film again. Um, is that good? Put aside, good it's a, I think it's a pretty cold film for something yeah. that is so emotionally charged. Like, I do not need an invitation to like well up at a film, well, especially no. stuff involving fathers and their kids. And yeah. it just, I actually felt quite flat at the that, end. That's a criticism yeah. that, that's been leveled at a lot of his films. Yeah. Is that they're cold and you know, and it's a kind of Kubrickian way yeah. where yeah. you can't really. Um, it's the best, one of the best looking films I've ever seen. Beautiful, yeah. And, and considering it's all real, you know, I always say that Prometheus, I think, is the best looking film I've seen, but yeah. that's all CG. This is And the conditions mm. of its production sound insane. I was, uh, oh, really? I, is, I, there, I, is, there, is there a story behind that? <laughs> <laughs> they never mention it, do they? Did DiCaprio struggle? <laughs> I just thought, I saw, you've seen the interview with Tom Hardy talk, talks about it. He's just like. I've avoided mm. every interview about it because I just feel. Tom like, Hardy's one is actually quite good on it. Like yeah. somebody was interviewing him on a camera phone and he's just really honest about it. He's like, I have no idea what's happening. He's <laughs> like, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, he's just, it's, it sounds like as a, 
actor it's pretty crazy like each day you'd be getting your script for that afternoon right and if you don't get it in the one hour window because of light you have to stay around at that camp for another day to shoot that scene and they would keep doing that until they got the scene and then they would have to hike 10 miles to get to the next location yeah, yeah, it's crazy, and yet at the same time, I'm never ever feeling sorry for Leo DiCaprio yeah, or Tom Hardy or anyone. Try working down a mile, a mine, Leo. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like when I was when I was watching it, like I don't care that it was hard to film. Like I just did, I just didn't feel anything at all by the end of it, and I just thought, meh, that was good, but I don't think it's a great film. All right, so what is your vote? What do you want to win Best Picture, and what do you think will win? What else is up? Um, Martian. Martian. Yeah, Big Short, Spotlight, uh, Room, I think. Room's right, up. I think okay, room's yeah. up. Carol, is Carol up? Brooklyn? Don't think Carol got, I don't think Carol got it. Brooklyn, Brooklyn did, yeah. Carol didn't. I'm going to say Big Short. You want to win and you oh, think we'll win. I want it to win and I think it will win. I, I want Big Short to win. I have a funny feeling Spotlight will win. Okay, and I want Spotlight to win, but I think... The Revenant will win. Ooh. Interesting. So we will see uh, on end of February. Yeah. I'm, I'm right and these two guys are wrong. <laughs> right, next up, Dan. Yeah, we finally, got, we finally got a Batman v Superman trailer that I think most of us pretty liked. Yeah. I, I really liked before. it. What? I kind of like the one before until the, the end. The end no, that's quite yeah. a big part of that. Like, yeah. this one, very much like, we're entering a month to go until this movie comes out. And they yeah. did the smart, canny thing when it comes to marketing. You put a lot of Batman in it. Yeah. You, the first part of the trailer is almost, you know, a scene of Batman weird, entering the building. And it's brilliant. And actually, when I'm talking about how much I like the trailer, I'm talking about how much I like that scene in particular. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about seeing Batman fight in other films. Sometimes he's really wooden. Even in the Nolan movies, they use um, Krav Maga and uh, wrote down the kind of Israeli martial art cuisine. Yeah. And it's good and it's effective and like all the Nolan films, very grounded. Mm. Whereas in this sequence, he looks like he moves like Batman in the comics yeah. or in Arkham Knight. He's fast, he's powerful. The way he takes people down, it's just so dynamic and fearless. Yeah. That's Batman. I yeah. he's one of the, even that snatch looks the best, one of the best Batman action sequences I've mm. seen. And just when he like hits the guy so hard, his whole body flips around. Like, but that's not the problem with this movie. I have no doubt the action is going to be spectacular. That was never no. a qualm or a reservation about Snyder's Batman v Superman movie. No. They've left out the stuff that might be the problem, haven't they, maybe? Yeah. Potentially in terms of who the, the villain is at the end of the film yeah. that took a lot of criticism after the last trailer and, lo and behold, doesn't really appear in this one. I'll take that back. <laughs> what, like, what Are they cutting him out of the movie? <laughs> Quick, chase it. Some what? guy who spent, like, two years animating it, going, oh. <laughs> it is strange, isn't it? Because you think, like, after that trailer, everyone was just like, what the hell is this? And then, as you say, it doesn't feature at all in the third one. Like, what is this film? Like, what is going on in this film? I still have no idea. Like, which what, is kind of why I'm what, so excited about it. what they're asking him every day. <laughs> we, get a, we get a couple of lines from Wonder Woman as well. So yeah, she has an accent as well. Mm. Yep. Uh, played by a woman who I really don't think can act, so I'm quite intrigued to see how that's going to go, yeah. because... Not only is she in this, but obviously she's got to carry her own movie in, it in a year or two's time. Yeah. And, um, well, I'm, I'm going purely based on her performances in the Fast and Furious movies. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? She's fantastic in those. Well, she looks fantastic. But no, she's good. When you're the worst actor in, in that group of people, <laughs> when there's not a lot of great acting to go around. Yeah. Well, that's just my opinion. Um... There's a what's going on with the bath? I've not. I meant to freeze oh, yeah. on this. It's Superman getting in with Lois Lane. 
Is it? Yeah. I can't mean to, I can't, sexy time bath. Yeah. What? Yeah. But Clark rather than Cl- Clark. Yeah. Clark. She knows. She knows who he is. Yeah. How big is that bath? Don't know. He's going to drown her. <laughs> he's going to squash her in it. Have you ever tried to get in the bath with someone? What's that, that, that scene like? Going. Like, massive we, yeah. yeah that's the thing you think you've got this thing of like baths being this like really romantic thing and then have you ever I hate on the bath have you ever actually tried to do it it's just horrible. horrible yeah it's terrible unless you've got the world's biggest bath he's, he's a massive man yeah. also don't put that much water in if two people are getting in <laughs> Archimedes would have told you this that water level is going to rise significantly not, not yeah. if one's made of steel as well <laughs> what is it with these DC movies Enchantress and Chantress is in the bath with those like <laughs> foliage. It's the year. Oh, yeah. It's the year of the bath. Yeah, maybe they had a job lot. Um, it's. Uh, I, I think it sold us on the on the movie. Now I, I'm, I'll happily not see any more and just watch the movie because even the, the Batman stuff was amazing. But part of me was thinking, I don't want to see We'd this like now. To see yeah. that in the actual I want to, you know, I want to be surprised by some of the that action scene and the yeah. fights that he has with Superman. I do like the line that you've grown too old to die young. The yeah, that's good. Of trying some good lines, and I like yeah. the idea that. He's been doing this for decades, presumably. Yeah. It's cool. And we're all on board with Batfleck. Yes. Yeah. I think, like, perversely, like, I'm, this is still the... I said this when we did, like, our look forward to 2016, like, back in, like, December. This is still the superhero film, the comic book film that I'm most looking forward to this year because I just don't know what it's going to be or anything like that. In spite of the fact that Anthony Mackie told me that Civil War is the best Marvel movie ever... Yeah. I mean, he happens to be in it, so yeah. I don't know if he's even slightly biased. Whoa, I don't, can we trust this guy? <laughs> he's Falcon, of course right. we can. Let's do, because we like bets, but we often don't keep track of the actual details of said bets. Right. How long do you reckon this movie's going to be in minutes? Ooh. I'm going to go... 172. What's that? Just short, three hours. That's, 100, that's two hours, 52 minutes. I'm going to go... Two hours. Two hours, 45 minutes. Well, what's that in numbers? Yeah, I don't know. I'll convert it. That is... 165? 165. That's what I went as soon as you said it. Did you? 158. 158. Okay. 158. What a fun bet for the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Numbers. Play along at home. (laughs) Come on now. I'm trying to check. It's a little bit funnier. I'll write these down and remember them. It's a lot of fun. It's just a bit of a laugh. What are you most excited about? Like, comic book-wise, what are you most excited about? Which film? Well, having just, uh, just before we recorded this, seen the Daredevil season two trailer, maybe that. You know, I think of them now as, as just really long films. Would you reckon yeah. the running time of Daredevil season two? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the weird thing on Netflix. They, they, each episode's like. You do what they want on it. Yeah. do what they want. They got, this week it's an hour. They haven't got Corey banging minutes. up against the back of it. <laughs> but, 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 but that's almost got me as excited as any of the movies. Imagine if you turn on Netflix on a Sunday once and it's like, oh, snooker. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we were both excited about Doctor Strange when we did this on the superhero show. Yeah, just because you know it's it's wanting to see something different. Definitely, that's, yeah. That's the uh, you know I, we I don't know that any of the other films will be sufficiently different to what's gone before. Maybe maybe Suicide Squad, but even then I'm, I'm just getting the vibe that I've seen this kind of thing before. Yeah. Is Doctor Strange is something very different. Mm. That's good. Like even using genres that are not even that common in Hollywood. Anyway, yeah. some. That's brilliant. Cool. Moving along. Chris, you set me up on a date this weekend. Um, yeah, my mum had nothing on, so... Um, <laughs> it was Valentine's Day? Um. <laughs> no, I did, I did. I uh, have waxed lyrical about the movie Bone Tomahawk yeah. since I saw it at Fantastic Fest last year. 
and it's still not out in the UK, but there was a special Valentine's Day screening, yeah. which I got you tickets for, because right. <clears throat> I can think of no more perfect way to see in the holiday of love than by watching cannibals eating human beings. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know anything about the film going in, and I purposely, I thought, well, I haven't got to do anything for work for this, so I'm going to not watch the trailer either. And you had mentioned a couple of times, I was just seen the trailer with Kurt Russell looking pretty much exactly like he does in Hateful Eight, so yep. I thought, I'm, I'm bang up for this. Took my girlfriend along to see it on Valentine's Day, um, and it starts off, like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it goes in pretty... Are you going to not spoil it? Like, you said you weren't going to spoil Making a Murderer and then proceed to... I did, yeah. I then, remember that. Do you know about this? No. You said on a podcast a few weeks ago, straight after Christmas, <gasps> oh, I'm not going to... No spoilers about Making a Murderer. A minute later, spoil Making a Murderer. Why would you do that? I didn't mean I didn't mean to do it. Um, but, yeah, I'm very sorry if I spoiled So what happens at the end of Bone Tom? <laughs> <laughs> but it goes in a very, very, very strange way. But... May not be the best date film, but it is a brilliant film. Mm. Like, I was so impressed with it. It's so good. Um, it's two or three films in one, really. Yeah. It's got some of the best performances you'll see this year. And, it, you know, a, a Western, a horror Western doesn't sound like that would be the case. No. But it's as good as Kurt Russell has ever been. Absolutely. Uh, Richard <clears throat> Jenkins is the one I said to you. Watch yeah, out he's for amazing. him. He's uh, We both said that. Um, Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox, who is not always the most likable presence no. on screen. Is really he's really well cast. Yeah, Patrick Wilson, who we're in love with because of Fargo season. But also, two. he's also doing something a little bit different as well. Patrick Wilson is because he's not kind of not playing that you know sort of hard ass with a heart of gold that he generally does. Like mm. he's actually playing like quite like a god fearing character, but not annoyingly so, mm. which I really liked about it. But yeah, as you said, like Richard Jenkins is fantastic, and it's one that. of those films that has the balls to spend a lot of time with the characters, yeah. interacting with each other before stuff goes down, and mm. so you really grow to care about them and like them and even if they took the horror stuff away from it it would still be a really engaging it drama him, yeah. I think but then the troglodytes show up yeah that's what uh, he calls them isn't it the yeah, troglodytes yeah, yeah. and it's kind of like it really like reminds yeah it really reminds me of uh, like X, the X-Files episode Home uh, it's kind of that kind of like really sinister anything can happen these people you cannot they can't be trusted because they're not regular humans so yeah. they'll, they'll just do anything and because of that absolutely terrifying as well yeah um, but I just love just the, some of the best scenes are just them sitting around chatting mostly like Richard Jenkins just saying really really funny stuff yeah uh, but like some of the dialogue is just brilliant like up there properly like Tarantino-esque chats and, around a campfire and it's it's um, a debut as well so yeah, I can't believe that. first movie. That's it's bonkers. such an assured debut. Um, and also, without going to any details, it has the best kill you will see in a film this year. That is my guarantee, although I've not seen every film that's come out this year because mm. it's February. Yeah. But I said it last year, and I think it was the best kill I saw. And I really like uh, the best horror podcast around is one called Killer POV. Okay. And they pretty much, they said the same at the end, and they, they watch every single horror film that... Mm. You know, even the hot, most hardcore horror films didn't have as shocking or as effective a kill as yeah. one particular one. So yeah, I was. I think it's out this weekend, like in the UK. So mm. if you've, like, if you're a girl, you want to take your boyfriend along, or if you're a boy, you want to take your girlfriend along, or if you want to take any of those it's, permutations along. Is Gav being sexist? I'm trying to work out. No, yeah. I'm, I'm covering everything. Okay, but, um, but I try too hard. Trying too hard. Yeah, I think horror yeah. is the best thing for. Or, or if you're a girl, you're a girl and you want to take your girlfriend. If you're a yeah. boy, you want to take your boyfriend. That's what I said. All those permutations. Okay. Everything. And yeah. uh, I just explicitly said them rather than just... What did you do to Valentine's Day, Daniel? I... What did I do? I... 
I sat in my pajamas. Mm-hmm. I ate some cherry Spider-Man gummy sweets mm-hmm. and played The Witness for seven hours. The Witness. Yeah, that's what I did. It wasn't romantic, but it made me happy. Yep. That's all that matters. Very, very yeah. good. Yeah. The the Spider-Man gummy sweets came in a box that was heart-shaped and yep. looked like Spider-Man's head. Aww. So it was like I was eating his brains. Was the game based on the Harrison Ford movie from 1985? It was, yeah. <laughs> I was just like a barn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you built the barn. I built and the barn. And you, you had sex in the yeah. barn. I was, re- I was really good at playing it. Some people say it was my best performance. But it's not... There's not a lot to it. No. You know. <laughs> Is there anything else you've Much been like playing? Much like this joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, also been playing Firewatch. Firewatch. We've been talking about Firewatch for ages. We yeah. actually had Ollie Moss, who um, was the art director for the game and did some work on the story design as well, on this show, like two years ago, maybe? Oh, a long time ago now. Where he was talking about this project when it was first announced. Mm-hmm. The game is now finished. It's now out there. iGen's reviewed it. We gave it a 9.3, said it was amazing. Yeah. And it is a pretty incredible game mm. it was it's a really story driven atmospheric character driven game has some of the best acting in a video game I've ever definitely experienced some incredible voice acting yeah. from the two main characters um, it's got a really compelling story as well I think you would have made a really great some other people say this make a great little novella it's a really interesting yeah. story mm. and it just shows you um, how much story drives it forward but We've been discussing about this. Yeah. And we, again, we're not going to go into spoilers. Okay. But we were talking about how some of our... How, can we have this conversation without going into spoilers? I think so. Do you think? Yeah, because the, the thing that we were talking about is basically how it feels like the good bits of Lost, where, you know, early days of Lost, where you'd be watching episodes and as soon as an episode finished, you'd just be theorizing, oh, well, what did this mean? Mm. What is actually going on? What is this What is this tiny thing that a character said? What does this one noise mean? All these different things. I felt like I played this through my girlfriend, like in one, two sit-ins, and we were doing the same thing, like, what is going on? Like, you know, kind of theorizing all these different amazing things that we thought was actually going on in the story. Turns out 80% of the time we were, we were wrong, but it was still fun to do that. And I think that's one of the things that I loved about Lost was doing all that every week. It was actually almost became better than the actual show at one point. But this game is still as, well, pretty good to the end, I think. Kind of slightly disappointed, I think. But that's only because we come up with all these crazy different ideas that could have been what was going on and it wasn't. So you did it in two settings? Two settings, yeah. I did it all in like one sitting. How long did it take you? I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe like four or five hours, something like that? Yeah, I did it about four hours on yeah. a Saturday night. I just played it all the way through because I knew it was going to be away last week and I really yeah. wanted to play it because I didn't want it spoiled for me. And about four hours. And it was really compelling. There were certain points where I thought, actually, I think you'd be more satisfying if I took a break, yeah. went away and allow it like kind of to percolate and ferment and like you know to theorize but yeah i was so into it i had to keep on playing it to find out what happened at the end and um you should definitely check it out chris if you're interested we could play it, it up on the pc like um, performances are brilliant isn't yeah it? i want to yeah. i want to where are you, where are you guys up to with lost <laughs> um babies now babies are a big thing this I'm, series i'm literally watching uh, an episode every couple of days really yeah i'm on season five I've dipped in and out of it I've watched it and then taken a two year break and then watched the series and taken a two year break series five is really bad and I'm really like I just wanted (laughs) to watch series five I can't remember is that a flash forwards back yeah no it's yeah it's 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 that going on um, well it's everything like (laughs) 
I just don't really care. It's, it's some of the newer characters are finding out some of their backstories. Okay, right. and I don't really care about them. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Lost. The no. fact that I'm ten years behind on Lost. No, oh, no, I think that's exactly why we're here. <laughs> but um, are you gonna get to the, get to the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting though uh, watching it, vaguely knowing what the ending will be. Right. Because everyone else watched it with high hopes for the ending, whereas I know roughly what it is, and either way, I know it's disappointed the majority of people. So I'm coming at it from a slightly different direction in that my hopes aren't that high. Yeah, and I think everyone else was like, "It's going to be amazing." This is pro- like to get back to Firewatch or anything mm. that creates an air of mystery and invites speculation. Yeah, you're also inviting that danger of disappointment because people are allowed to go off. And build it to such an impossible level of expectation that the reality, no matter how good it can be, yeah. precludes, like you're saying, 90% of other possibilities. Well, yeah. So therefore, that is disappointing because that in, that interpretive space where there's so many possibilities jockeying yeah. for supremacy mm-hmm. is fun. It's like when we do rewind theatres, oh, it could be mean this, mm-hmm. it could mean this. Yeah. When you watch the film, you know exactly what it is. Yeah. You know that Aquaman isn't in it for 80%. Yeah. You know that this character, this character doesn't turn up. So I think it's... David Lindelof's the king yeah. of that as well, I find, yeah. with his writing. Great setups, and this yeah. just fails, fails with the payoff. Yeah. I think that, yeah, the only, like, I guess with Lost, the only thing with that is all the ideas that people had are all these, like, different theories were probably better than what actually yeah. went down in it. Whereas in, Fire, in Firewatch, I was... I, I was a kind of disappointed but with one particular strand of the storyline, but I wasn't disappointed overall. Well, I think that does better compared to like something like Lost. Lost, mm. there's a massive inequality between setups and payoff. Yeah. And the more things you set up that aren't a resolve, the more that you think, you, you feel shortchanged. Where yeah. A lot of the stuff is like placed intentionally mm. in Firewatch. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever had an idea for the way something was going to finish? Or the way something something was going, it didn't go that yeah, way. Lost. But yours was a better idea. Lost. Absolutely, my was a better idea. We can still make it now. <laughs> we still. They're, they're, I know all these people. I keep tabs on the IMDb. They're not doing anything. We can get them all back in the room. We've got a green screen here. Yeah. My base, again, I know you're not finished there. Yeah. But, yeah. Know, but my resolution all hinged around my favorite character, Desmond. Okay. And I really thought he was oh, going to be... Oh, I hate Desmond. You hate Desmond? Oh, I, do, I do, brother. I do, brother. <laughs> Have you seen... Do you not like the episode The Constant? Yeah, no, it's good. Oh, it's good. I just, he's I just, but I just think you're gonna, you did something incredibly weird with that character. Made him... You singled him out as a very special character. Yeah. And for him not to be more integral was weird. Yeah. Mm. No, I have the same thing. I have the thing with uh, Avatar where... I was watching it like 100%. I think I've talked this on the podcast before, possibly. You have, yeah. Yeah. But I was like 100% convinced that they had managed, the Giovanni Rabisi was in the tribe already, and he wasn't. So uh, it's just rubbish. I don't know. I think I said that Kevin Smith had a really good one for Blue Jasmine. Okay. Where he was oh, yeah, convinced yeah, yeah. that one of the characters didn't exist and was in Kate Blanche's mm. head. Because also, she, she's like, she's not well in the head for the, yeah. for the movie, but you don't find out until later on. And, um, yeah, he said it was just spot the film for him totally because he thought he'd had it figured out and then it was a really good movie and then when it wasn't he just didn't think it was as good a movie as... <laughs> but it's quite funny thinking you've come up with a better idea than yeah. the Alex did. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he said he felt stupid afterwards but yeah. it spot the film because he just thought he'd seen something else. Yeah. I think that's, that happens with a lot of films though, where you think all because of the sixth sense Spoiler alert. Mm. I feel like a lot of characters might be dead when I watch them. He's dead. He's dead. Every time you are, he's wearing the same clothes for two weeks. Certainly with any M. Night Shyamalan film. Yeah. Um, It's like in Spooks, I thought he was dead. He was wearing the same clothes even when he came in for the interview. (laughs) Classic kit. Um, 
I've been watching something that we saw a tip right at the end of Making a Murderer as a thing that was coming up that people could sort of use to scratch that sort of real crime itch. Um, and it's starting <laughs> this week in the UK. <laughs> You're having you trouble murder scratching someone. your real murder crime someone. itch. Um, and it's American Crime Story, The People versus O.J. Simpson. So this is kind of like a spin-off of American Horror Story, but all about uh, real crimes. And it's all about the O.J. Simpson sort of uh, trial and how that sort of came about and all the, all the events leads up to that. <laughs> I'm thinking about itching now. Um, it's utter trash, but I love it. Uh, it's like every scene, like Cube Gun Jr. is completely unhinged. I know what uh, uh, O.J. Simpson looks and sounds like <laughs> and Cube Gun Jr., no. He's just, he's just doing Cube Gun Jr. And he's completely, he's obviously just been told do whatever you want. Like, absolutely, because he's just completely, he's not in control at all. He's screaming one minute, the next minute, like, there's, like, a slow-mo shot of him, like, walking into, like, a funeral home with, like, sunglasses on, looking really cool. It's bonkers. Like, it's all over the place. Like, then you've got uh, David Schwimmer as uh, Robert Kardashian, and he's brilliant, but he does one face, um, which is kind of, like, concerned friend look. And well, that's what, that's what Ross did as well. Yeah, he's exactly He's got that. a hangdog face. Yeah. That... <laughs> Don't look at it. So, what do you want from this role? Um, like a concerned friend? Friend, you say? <laughs> <laughs> I got the guy. I got the guy. <laughs> um, and he's just oh, like he's he, he like over emotes like everything. Um, and obviously, he's the father of the, these Kardashian kids that have gone like obviously really really famous now. And those kids are in it. But anytime those kids are in it, they make a really big deal of them. <sighs> They'll be like, they don't need to do that. Like Kim Kardashians are running around, and you'll be like, Kim. Kimmy Kardashian. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a bit weird. They really don't need to be part of that story. <laughs> I really you know, I was quite old when that story was happening. I remember it well. There was no Would mention of children. Be yeah. part of it? There was no mention of the Kardashian <laughs> children. Um, I barely heard his name. His name came up, but there were there were other legal people that were much better yeah, known. Johnny Cochran and Marsha Clark. Yeah, they've obviously been like pushed to the top because of like obviously standing. Uh, Selma Blair's playing the um, whatever her name is, Chris Kardashian, the mum, and this is this. Like one of the worst scenes I've seen on telly, possibly one of the worst lines I've seen on telly this year. Uh, there's a bit where Connie Britton, who's playing a real life person who she looks nothing like, um, is standing next to um, <laughs> standing next to Chris Kardashian, and Robert Kardashian just about to walk in. Connie Britton just leans into uh, uh, Chris Kardashian, and goes, "There's your ex." <laughs> Because like, obviously there's been so much stuff going on that you might be a little bit confused, <laughs> even though they've got the same name. Yeah. Um, In terms of like something about being confused by names. Yeah. Can you explain how you were confused by what they were calling OJ? Oh my god. Because they kept calling him drink. No, juice. <laughs> juice. His name is OJ Simpson. They kept calling him Juice, and it took me to like in the middle of the second episode. And my girlfriend went, oh, "I've just got why they're calling him Juice." And she looked at me, like, "You know that line about the ex? That's aimed at people, <laughs> yeah, like, aimed at me. people like you." But is it like knowingly ridiculous? Because like American Horror Story is, is yeah, intentionally yeah. hysterical at times. Mm. Like, Ryan Murphy's really good at doing stuff wall. like that. Yeah. Um, so I think it must kind of Let's be because it's that. it's really tabloid and it's really slick. Um, but at the same time, you, you've got that kind of thing where you're feeling bad because you're like, oh, God, this is like a real, this is a real mm. story. So because it's so trashy and it's right up there with like Desperate Housewives in that kind of Ooh. sense, but a little bit more slick. Has, um, has, has Kato Kalin showed up? No. 
Okay, I'm excited for that. And okay. Judge Ito. No. These are all the characters I remember. Oh, big fan. Big, yeah. fan. big fan of the original. <laughs> 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 Bloody remakes. <laughs> I remember, I remember David Letterman. Like, judge yeah. Ito was the, was the judge, and he was this little Japanese guy. Yeah. And he looked quite funny. And I remember David Letterman had the Judge Ito dancers <laughs> would come on with all these dancers with, like, marks of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could do that back then. Yeah. Uh, the one good thing that's really anchoring it at the moment... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Paulson is playing Marsha Clark yeah. and she's actually genuinely really really good mm. um, <laughs> but she kind of anchors it because then you've got like John Travolta as Robert Shapiro uh, who again is just allowed to do whatever he wants but all this stuff is real about this is he's doing whatever he wants it's not even he's not even doing lines yeah. it's just like <laughs> And uh, do you know what channel it's on in the UK? It's on BBC. Okay, yeah. I think it starts this week. It does, yeah. yeah. Um, also, vinyl starts this week. It does um, that looks so? Brilliant. We haven't watched it yet because it didn't actually hasn't actually aired until uh, before recording this. But yeah. we'll know how, what we think of that. I saw a lot of people tweeting that it was a bit boring in, in the states. Yeah, lots of people said that about Boardwalk Empire, though. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You can't Same judge. people, but um, yeah, that's obviously Mick Jagger and Martin Scorsese and the Boardwalk Empire people. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Better Call Saul's back this week. Is it? Yep. And I have watched episode one. And it's good. It's good. It's not... Watch the first. It's not I'm an amazing episode. Yet. It's more mm-hmm. of the same, but you feel like they're kind of setting things up for Jimmy to go off the deep end yeah. now. They're going to start... And they've said that stuff's going to happen this series that's going to be much darker. Yeah. And getting nearer, closer <clears throat> to what the kind of things that happen in Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, it took Breaking Bad a while to go to the really dark places, but... I really like uh, Better Call Saul, but I think because it's in, it's pretty much done in the exact kind of same tone and atmosphere of Breaking Bad, but I don't feel like it has the characters and the story to sort of back that up a lot of the time. Even though the stuff that happens is really interesting, and again, I'm just that, never compelled to watch the next. Well, one. again, it's that prequel kind of thing as well, yeah. which I think is a bit of a challenge. But you know, they could they could happily. Um, you know, uh, sooner or later, tell the future. You know, yeah. go into present day. And, and I've interviewed Aaron Paul last week and asked him if he's going to be in it because he has been alluding to the fact yeah. that he's going to be in it. And he says he said his answer <laughs> said it was, "I can't tell you if I'm in it or not," which suggests to me he's in it. Because yeah. if he wasn't in it, he'd say, "No, I'm not." Yeah, yeah. Whereas we well, just didn't have a very good grasp of like what he's doing. I, I, I think in he general. didn't want. I think he just didn't want to lie. Sorry, we, yeah. I think he didn't want to go. Yeah. I think. I think he's he didn't in want it. to be on record saying. No, I think he's in it. I really do. Yeah. The way he was talking, I think he's in it. And so that will be really. That means that yeah, will have to be present if you, day. If you're not, yeah. what do you say? No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> and just the fact that they started both series. This, this series starts same as the last one with black and white footage of him today and witness yeah. protection or, or where, where he's in hiding. Like, why would they keep showing that unless they're going to tell some of that story? So that will be intriguing. Yeah. Right, what else have we got to talk about? We are going to Glasgow. I don't know if we've mentioned this on here, like officially, but it's all done and dusted. We will be in Glasgow on Wednesday, February the 24th, I think it is, doing a live podcast as part of the Glasgow Film Festival. So um, the tickets are available now. Lads on tour, have you got your tour shirt? I got Shagger 69 on the back of mine. What are you having on yours? I've got got Shagger 69 on mine as well. Jesus Christ, guys. I did told you, not, you look did in you the document. Re- <laughs> look <laughs> in the Google Doc <laughs> for torture. I just, I just dragged down on the column. <laughs> but yeah, we're hoping to see lots of friendly faces there. Um, obviously, not everyone can get to Glasgow, though. But um, we do want you to be a part of it. So our big discussion of the podcast is going to be us talking about our favourite video game movies. Because although you might think there haven't been any, there have been a few good ones. Maybe not necessarily direct 
are adaptations mm. but films documentaries <clears throat> films about video games inspired by video games in that universe so we'd love for you to write in and tell us what some of your favourites are and why because uh, I reckon I've made a list of about 12 I mean some of them are quite loosely connected but yeah. nevertheless but really loosely nevertheless so he plays a video game in one scene yeah. there's loads of good ones yeah. so uh, yeah if you if you could write in we'd greatly appreciate it and we'll read them out on the pod uh, yeah. the address is IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com exactly yeah Thank you, Gav. And also, you can mention where you're at with Lost as well. Where are you up to with Lost? <laughs> Any theories on Lost? I'm, 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 about, I'm about episode 19 of series five, so not long now. <laughs> okay, it's that time of the week again for the game that they are calling Keyword Countdown. Krupa, this is they, your key, this is your, you. Yeah, this is your Keyword Countdown debut, right? Yeah. Right, Rory's steaming ahead by virtue of being on us. every podcast that since we started. Do you not really enjoy counter. this? I don't enjoy it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Right, so... As always, can you guess the film from the bonkers IMDb keywords? First person to shout out. Bonkers. You can shout out as many as, as times as you have want. We to, any, have we right. had any feedback from people whether they're enjoying this bit of the show? <laughs> people really like it. I mean, you say you're that, not, but you're, we, not on the, you're not on the email for I feedback. I get tweets for just from the tweets at me. Um, people shouting, mostly shouting at Rory. I think. Aren't people mainly criticising you for the stuff you said about Deadpool on your tweets? Also, stuff about how much they love Keyword <laughs> Countdown. Stuff. All right, Lots Keyword weeks. Countdown. Here we go. Lots First weeks. film. Frozen. Frozen. Counterattack. Cliffhanger. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Oh. oh hell. God, I, I was thinking it fast. He said Frozen as well, but I couldn't <laughs> oh, get it out quick enough. Standing, Tilly. Oh. Powerful start. Oh. That's going to change everything <laughs> in the league standards. That's winded me. <laughs> film number two. Paranoia. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> rear, rear window. Dog. Uh, Helicopter. Eagle Eye. Cause beer. B- Bond. Bearded man. Home Alone. Two word title. <laughs> Killing an animal. Oh. Polar research station. The thing. Yeah. Oh, very good. Nice. Oh, what a oh, thing. Nice. <laughs> Third film. Violence. History, History of violence. violence. <laughs> <laughs> Written by director. Hit with a cricket bat. Coach trip. Kill list. C word. Londoner. Show the, the sexy beast. Smoke bomb. Self narration. Reference to Chelsea FC. Lockstock. Green Street. Hooliganism. The firm. football factory. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we'd have had that earlier. There we go. Oh, I gave you some football hooligan films. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> you knew what you were getting. Just not oh. the right one. Nine, nine points for oh. Empire Strikes Back. That's gonna lovely jubbly. It's good. It's good. Here we go. It's all to pay for, Krupa. You could get this. What's the prize at the end of the year? <laughs> Don't know. I don't know. what year is it? <laughs> Here we go. Film number four. Torso cut in half. Go with dragon tattoo. Senator. Sexual tension. Go with the pearl earring. <laughs> Brother-sister relationship. Prisoner. Death of a son. Slave. Decapitation. The Silence of the Lambs. Ancient Rome. Gladiator. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know what through is there, Senator? Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking Washington. Thinking about the modern application. Thinking yeah. Modern yeah. historical yeah. origin. yeah. 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 Well, I wasn't, obviously, because I got it. I was yeah. immediately yeah. like, well, well yeah. this has to be... Well, it could so be ancient Greece. Yeah. 11-4 at the moment for this week. 
tool in, in film guesses, though. So, okay. Who knows what that means? I don't. Uh, film number five. <laughs> Just make it stop. Investigation. That's false. Road accident. Isolated community. Village. Hills have eyes. Wood chopping. Wrong turn. Fargo. Punched in the face. Axe. Severed. Mouth sewn shut. Ooh. Seven. Hallucination. Secret society. Ritual murder. Lower. Da Vinci code? No. It's the Wicker Man. Oh, no. Don't. Oh, the, the new one. Don't say that to me. So and shut in the original. Is there? Yeah. Whose? Don't. It's on the keywords. <sighs> Don't tell me I didn't get the Wicker yeah, Man. Yeah, I That's, no, that's I the really modern one. That. What was it? Car crash. It's the original. It's the original one. Road accident. I went off IMDb. <laughs> Argue with them. Tilly, you are the victor this week. Two guesses, 11 4 to Tilly this week. Oh. Excellent. Shell shot. Should we do some feedback? Yes. Um, so you were talking about things that you like but everyone else doesn't, or vice versa, actually. Things, things that we that hate that everyone loves. loves. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Anthony Clegg's written in with a very strange one. Okay. He says, uh, not willing to judge you, uh, Anthony, but I am. Mine has to be Reservoir Dogs. I like most of Tarantino's films, but I've tried three times with this and just been bored every time. I'm flabbergasted. I just don't know what to say. But, you know, each to their own. Yeah. I, I just don't understand how you've not been able to get through that film. It's really short as well. Yeah. Compared to his later films, yeah. at least. I need more I need more explanation, Anthony, as to, to why it's boring. Because I think it moves really quickly. Yeah, something happens, like, constantly, in it? It's like... Yeah. Email back in. Yeah, but not a fan. On the same subject, Ryan Morton wrote in, in the context of the tie, I have to say that I'm a little like Mr. Powers, Rory, that I don't really hate things. That's really good. But I will say that I'm completely confused over the love that Jaws, Rocky, and Back to the Future get, as all, to me, are rather poor films. As are Breaking Bad, True Detective, and The Simpsons in the TV world. What's this guy it's called? Not. Ryan Morton. I'll put this in because it feels like it opens. I don't hate things. It feels like he's been bottling up a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, part of, I read that email when it got sent in. Part of me felt like we were getting trolled, if I'm honest. <laughs> I felt like someone has just literally done that to wind me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the only thing that makes me suggest that hadn't is The Simpsons, because that's an odd one, because... Nobody likes The Simpsons anymore. So if he's going for something that people... Like, I, I would say the, uni, the Sim, new Simpsons are universally hated by people. Well, it's also season two of True Detective. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, I know one person that likes it a lot, but yeah. I don't know anyone else. So I don't know. Um, weird. Like, again, I need, I need more explanation there. You can't just say Back to the Future and Jaws are it's bad. It's a poor film. It's a poor film, mate. I need, I need more, Ryan. Like, I need... Why? What? How can you not like Back to the Future? Um... Some yeah. more on that front. David okay. Trevino has written in and says, um, something that everyone loved but I did not was Inside Out. I think this is a very good one, actually. Mm. Everyone told me how awesome it was before and after, but I was extremely disappointed in it and really didn't like it. All I could think was that little girl was kind of a brat. Uh, could be I have two boys and could not relate. I actually, I know where you're coming from with that. I didn't it, like it. It only really got me at the end. And But the brattishness, that's the thing. That's what kind of got to me was that I is remembering that what I was like when you you in that confusing time between childhood and adulthood where you are acting like a brat or you are arguing with your parents and you don't know why. I couldn't understand why. It's just growing pains and it's um 
It kind of got me. It was just that bit where she starts crying really got me. Yeah. That, are you saying that's a bad thing from a viewer? Because it sounds like it captures that perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah. but I could see why that could annoy you. Right, if, okay. if you're not, you know, you don't see anything yourself in that character and, and just find right. her annoying. And, you know, she, she, she is. She's quite a difficult, yeah. temperamental kid. I just, yeah, I didn't like it because I, did, I loved everything until... Um, Amy Poehler's character leaves the brain or leaves the mind or whatever and then goes on a little journey like I was like oh I, re- I was really enjoying it but now you've taken that and now I'm having to deal with different yeah. people in different I didn't realise that was the film yeah. I thought it was all going to be dealing well, it, with it, it, stuff it, in the real world it kind of settles back into the classic Pixar journey exactly mm-hmm. yeah story where I thought it was really cheap I could have enjoyed more scenes where it's kind of intercutting between yeah. reality which and was the, the, brain, best which the best yeah. Yeah. I Agreed. don't know how that plays for an entire movie but I, I so. could have liked to see more of it yeah um but I can totally see how people wouldn't love that movie. Yeah. You wanted more from Little Singing Volcano. Mm. I really didn't like that short. I can't remember it. Exactly. Yeah. Finally, you can't remember You know what I mean, don't you, Chris? Uh, little Volcano Singing in the Ocean. To like well, is, it, is that the short? Yeah. I, I didn't see it because I saw it on a plane, so I haven't. Oh, yeah. I didn't like it at all. Have you seen the um, the short that played for The Good Dinosaur? New, oh yeah, I saw it at a screening. Um, it's pretty super cool. team. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty interesting one. Sanjay super yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. It's up for it's up for um, best short at the animated short at the Oscars. Actually, yeah, it's fun, isn't it? I don't think it'll win because there's another one I like, but interesting. Right. So I've not been on this podcast for a while, and in my yeah. absence, somebody thought it was good to ask our listeners to write in with suggestions of Doctor Who episodes they want to watch. Yeah. So many emails. I've never seen so many emails. Really? So I obviously can't read, read them all. Thank you for the people who sent in suggestions. I'm just going to have to tear through some quickly. Um, so we've got... Um, this is from Yusuf. He says, um, if you want Eccleston, you want to go Dalek. I do Tenet, want Eccleston. New Earth. Matt Smith, The 11th Hour. Peter Capaldi, Deep Breath. Ooh, that's good. Um, Matthew Lorigan also says Dalek. And then pretty much everyone else is saying Blink. Mm. That is the one that's consistent across everyone's yeah. piece of yeah. feedback. Is Blink is the episode that you want to watch? Have you, the, seen, have you seen that? No, it's the, the, the Stone Angels, Angels thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is uniformly celebrated as the best. Have you seen one. that one? Yeah, I have seen that. I've not seen that many recent Doctor Who episodes. Look like it though. Yeah. I, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. It is really effective. But also, this one caught my eye as well. Fugav, in season seven, there's yeah. an episode called Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Excellent. Mm. I'll start with that one. Slow I felt that like one, that though. one didn't deliver because <laughs> I've edited all our reviews. So although I've not watched a lot of Doctor Who, I'm, I've read a lot about it, and I'm sure that one didn't really deliver. Like it was a better idea than awesome in in theory rather than in practice. But anyway, are we are we doing more feedback? Yeah, I've got I've got another one. Uh, this one says magnesium series manufacturer. Hi, we are magnesium oxide manufacturer. Our main products are magnesium oxide, magnesium hydroxide, magnesium carbonate. Product meet USP slash BP. Please check. Best regards, and Chen. Um, I think yeah. I, was, I feel like we might have just done an advert rather than. I think that's a really good. Email. That, that's about last week's when we were talking about magnesium. Best use yeah. of magnesium in um, We did top six magnesium compounds of 2015. Yeah. <clears throat> like that. It's, it's a good list. It's not what I would have suggested. Yeah, but I think it's quite good. Um, final email this week is from friend of the show Stuart Kirkham. I think you talked a lot about cinema etiquette again on the show. There's a lot did, of emails about that last, last week. week. Yeah, yeah, you got upset about something. Oh, two weeks ago, yeah. yeah. So I called Rob or something. You, oh, that was two weeks ago. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, this Stuart's written in. He saw Deadpool this weekend. Mm-hmm. And he says, where I found myself besieged by the usual idiots. 
A couple of talkers were dealt with early doors by staring at them nice. and issuing a firm shut up. Amateur stuff, really, but then things got complicated. And this is where I think he's looking towards you, Gav, specifically okay. for advice. Five minutes later, till he's not going to lie. Five minutes later, I smelt the first fart. Oh, no. I say first because this continued intermittently throughout the entire movie. If I had the option of seeing it another time during the weekend, it probably I probably would have complained and got a refund. And if all the best seats were already taken, I would have moved seats. Instead, I buckled down and sat through it. I don't know what you can do about that. What would Gav do? I don't know what you can do about that because that, I think that's a problem that... What, what can you do? You can't have a ghost. You don't know where it's come from. Hard to identify. Exactly. You don't know where it's come from. And I think, you know, they might have a problem with their insides or something like that. Um, yeah, I, don't, so, yeah, I can't, got, help, I can't help it. I, can't help it I, I Sorry. think someone else wrote in as well about talking about the talk, people thinking that it's unacceptable to talk but is acceptable to use your phone. Yeah. So... Um, and that's it, you know, you know, I talk about uh, the Anime Draft House Cinema just because it's the best I've been to. And their yeah. policy is very simple. <clears throat> they say, keep your phone um, silent and dark. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need to know. That's, it's keep not it hard. silent and dark. It's not hard. And yet people will agree with one, but you get kicked out of that cinema if, you, if, you, Good. if, Good. if your phone lights I up. I just turn so. my phone off. Yeah. yeah. It's not hard to have your phone off for two no, hours. It would annoy me if it was like vibrating even. Yeah. I almost like it because it is, sometimes when you're at home watching stuff, it is too easy to look at your phone. Yeah. It's quite nice to sit in a dark room for two hours and concentrate on one thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You get really invested in what you're watching. If it's yeah. good. Before we finish, is there something that everyone loved but you didn't, Daniel? Oh, God. Put me on the spot there. Um, what were you talking about? I really. <laughs> um, I used to really like the Spider Man video games, and they were kind of uniformly received as trash. Not the first and second, though. It's not a lot of great See, games. He's done it in, he's done it in reverse. Mm. Not great games, though. Maybe we should do that as a topic, know. something that you loved but everyone else hated. Yeah. Uh, I think mine is Game of Thrones at the moment. You hate it, but everyone loves it. Well, yeah. I don't hate it, but... You just can't into it. But you'll say you hate it for the headline. I will. For the headline. Why I hate Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, yeah, good. Nah, maybe we'll, we'll switch it up a bit, but... Mm. Great stuff. Well, keep the emails coming. We love to read what you guys have to say. Uh, the address, as we said before, is um, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Uh, and on that bombshell, anything else? Yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And as ever, keep it tuned to IGN. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.